how to optimize your LinkedIn profile for both professional use and career use. This is Success Coach Martin Brossman. View your LinkedIn profile as your digital first impression so that when someone goes over the material, it's compelling, it's interesting, it's valid, it's accurate. It tells the return on investment of you. The mistake is setting it up to look like a boring resume. That doesn't serve you in job search. That doesn't serve you as a professional digital first impression of you. Then start with the about area and treat it like a hologram of yourself introducing what's important to you. What do you value? I have recommended for years this should be in first person unless, of course, when you introduce yourself in person, you go, hey, it's really great to meet Martin Brossman, and you talk of yourself in first person. This is your own profile. There's quite a bit of room there to be able to write out about you. Mine starts with, I take great pride in supporting individuals and businesses successfully integrating in-person and on-the-web business relationships that produce powerful win-win results. Then it gives a little background of what specific I work with, my experience, who I've worked with in the past, clients, top clients that I've interacted, professional clients I've worked with, specialties I focus on. Fill that out fully. That's all good keyword content to promote you. Then as you go down, list the businesses. And if you can, add some images, some videos, something. But ask in every single business from your past, what were the skills you built that add to the future you have or the direction you're going in? Make it interesting to look at. What value do you bring to the table? Then in education. Anything interesting you focused on that someone could bring up, it's making it so that it's easy for a professional to build rapport with you and learn something about you. It's intentional transparency that serves you. I had a a great sales professional client first called me and he just said, so how do you make a hologram? And then I described when I did it, we used a 30 milliwatt helium neon laser in isolation table, and they were transmission holograms versus what you see often today, uh, then were called white light holograms, and so forth. And I I described a little bit about it. And then I said, okay, who is this? And, And he said, I was reading your LinkedIn. I wanted to make sure you really did write a book on holography in high school. I just think that's interesting. I'm looking for a sales coach. And you think, well, what's the connection? Well, it made me three-dimensional. It made it interesting. It caught his attention. And then license and certifications, volunteer work you want them to know. Make sure the skills that you want to be known by, you've edited so the top skills are at the top. And you want to make sure that the top ones you want to be known by are sitting at the top. So you can, you can reorder them. You'll find when you open it up, any honors or rewards. If you're bilingual, you may want to put that in under languages, publications, or patents. For example, you're going into a new field, professional sales of high-tech equipment. And in the past, you had your own 
little hot dog cart that you managed to ran in front of a hardware store. Put it in there. Let them know. But then describe what skills you gained running that little hot dog stand, how it taught you how to deal with all walks of life of people. It was critical that you mastered in a cart that could be outdoors, keeping everything in excellent shape so you got the highest evaluations by the inspectors, something like that. You know, and you go, if someone reads it, they go, wow, that, that, that would be helpful if they were in sales. Make sure you have a clear profile picture of you that's appropriate to what you do, as well as a background photo. Don't leave that blank with the default image page. Also, contact information. Have you Make sure there's contact information so people can contact you, and it's up to date. Now, when it comes to listing your birth date, I, I do on mine, but I often recommend uh, not providing that. That's data. For me, that data is out there so much, I just leave it. When it comes to writing articles on LinkedIn, I do recommend having titles that lead with something someone might search for instead of catchy titles or magazine titles because the content on LinkedIn is very well indexed by Google, so you don't want uh, to miss out with Google picking that article up. Make sure these articles show you have insight into solving problems for people that you want to hire you or the career path you're on. Of course, they have groups in LinkedIn. You want to check to see, is it, it an active group? Is it maintained? Is it relevant? Some groups are better maintained than others, so check that out. Now that you have your LinkedIn profile fully set up where it's interesting and compelling and worth looking at and not boring like a resume, then start connecting to people that you feel would be worth connecting to, especially people that you could write a recommendation for. I'd make a list of 10 people from your past that you'd proudly say something positive about. See if you can connect to them on LinkedIn and write them a recommendation. I don't care if it was 15 years ago or 10 years ago or somewhere in the past. Do it and then write it. Why? Because you don't know who they know today. So that's a powerful networking tool is writing recommendations on LinkedIn. In the bio, there'll be a link to my LinkedIn connection as well. And so you're welcome to check that out. And if you do connect to me, make sure to state you heard it on the podcast show or why you know it. When it comes to who to connect to, you get to set your personal policy on that. Who do you want to be connected to? Who's worth staying connected to? If you're a professional and you go to an association event and you meet some new people that you really want to stay connected to, go ahead, do that. When it comes to giving endorsements on skills, here's my tip on this one. If they're in marketing and they love to be acknowledged, it's okay to be fairly generous on skills. If they're more of an engineering type, make darn sure that they would believe you acknowledge them for that skill, or they'll probably be upset with you. Now, they might not say something, but why did he give me a thumbs up on that skill? He doesn't know if I can do that. 
that's where I do recommend being as accurate as possible with that of what you know, because people respond to this in different ways. If LinkedIn is a place that adds value to you and it's useful for your career, your work, your clients, put on the calendar and check it. Look and see what people are doing. Respond appropriately to post and engagement with others. They'll remember you more when you acknowledge them. Also, make sure the permalink of your name is set up. Make it your name. If you look at mine, it's linkedin.com forward slash in Martin Brossman written together. If you're Joe Smith, it might have to be Joe R. Smith Jr. or something if it's taken. These are just a few tips for optimizing your LinkedIn profile. I offer one-on-one training as well as group training of setting up and using LinkedIn Professional. If you found this podcast useful, please share it with three people. If you have a comment about this podcast, send it to martin at coachingsupport.com. Make sure to put on the subject line the word podcast and referencing the specific podcast. You can also learn more about my success coaching at coachingsupport.com and have a fantastic day.